Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Daf, Mem Zayin in Yuma. The beginning of a new parak, Hitziuloi, the fifth parak in Yuma. The Gemara begins with a Mishnah, continuing from the Avoidah of last parak. They brought the Kayan Gadol, a ladle and a shovel. The Gemara is going to tell us what was going on with the shovel. He would take two handfuls, a scoop of the Kateras, and put it into the ladle. There wasn't any specific shear, however big the Kayan Gadol's hands were, that's how, much, that's how big the scoop was. He would carry the pan, the shovel in his right hand, and the ladle in his left. Now the Gemara tells us, what's going on with this machta? What's going on with this shovel? You're saying you bring the Kayan Gadol a pan now, but we, we learnt before in Abraisa, they already gave him a pan, he went up to the top of the Mizbech and took a scoop of coals. Those, the Gemara answers, are the coals. That's the pan for the coals. But over here, this is a pan of Kotiris that the base Aftinas brought out from their Kotiris room. There was an overflowing pile of Kotiris in this pan, and he would scoop the Kotiris out from it and put it in his ladle. Now the Gemara asks, why are we using a ladle? The Torah says that, you, that the Kayan Gadol should come in with a handful, two handfuls, or a scoop of Kotiris. Nothing about a spoon. Nothing about a ladle. The Gemara, the Gemara explains that there was no other way to bring it in practically. He could fill up his hands with the Kateris and have the pan of coals on top of that. Then he would have to take it off of the top of his hands with his mouth and put it down on the floor and then put the Kateris on top. He can't go in twice. The Torah only says that he comes in once. Taking off the pan with his teeth we wouldn't even do that in front of a melech bus of a dom, besides for it being really hard to do. And it might be scalding hot, it's holding coals. But, Allah is kind of a not going to do it in front of the bonus, let him in the Kaddish Kadashim. Since it's impractical, we bring in the ladle the same way the Nisim used the ladle when they brought the Kataris. The Gemara asks, why is he carrying the coals in the right hand, the stronger hand, the Amin, and the Basam of the Kataris is in the left? That's totally backwards. The first answer is, there's a lot more coals than there is Kateras. So we need the stronger hand to be holding that. And even if somehow they're the same, like maybe Shmuel ben Kimchis who would scoop out a tremendous amount of Kateras, since the coals are very hot, we want the right hand to be holding those. The cool Kateras will go on the left. Maybe Shmuel ben Kimchis, Kimchis was his mother, even though we normally quote someone by his father's name, these are going to be stories about his mother, so we, we say it and we, we mention him in her, her name. It also seems that he was He was able to scoop out four kav of Katiris in his hands. He also said that his mother was the best, and we're going to explain what it means that she was mamish the best. In what way? Some say that she, that she took these prenatal vitamins, and that made him so strong. Others say that it was this wheat-based potion they would give to pregnant women if, if they weren't feeling well. They said, my mother had the best one. Others say that she was able to pick out the best zera in her body to be able to, to be impregnated, create to, the strongest children. Now, the Gemara says a story about Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchis that there was one Yom Kippur, some say it was the night of Yom Kippur, that he was speaking with an Arab in the Shuk. It was between the Avodah, the Me'iri says that it was an Arab king. It's a it says that it must have been something very, very important. 
since some saliva from this Arab landed on his clothing, that was matama him, so he wasn't able to finish the avoida. So his brother, Yishbov, took over, and his mother was able to see two of her sons being Kohanim Gedolim that day. Another story with Rishwal ben Kimchas, that he was once speaking to an officer in the Shuk, on Yom Kippur, and again, a little bit of saliva landed on his shirt from this officer, and that was matama him, so his brother Yosef took over, and again, his mother was able to see two of her sons being in the Kohanim Gadol that the Tosas Rid said they brought in a different brother this time so that Rishmo wouldn't feel like Yishbov is just trying to take him over. And the Gemara says that Kimchas had seven sons who were all Kahanim Gedolim. When they asked her what the schus is, that she was zeichet to this, she said that the walls of my house never saw my hair. And they said, you know, there are a lot of women that do that and they don't have your schus, so there must be more to that. Now the Gemara discusses Kimitza. This was the process of scooping out the flour for the carbon mincha. When the Pasuk says, It has to be his koimets in his hands, and they're not supposed to measure out a kamitza, however big his hands are. So the question is, what about for chafina, when you're taking the scoop out of katoiris? Do we say, it says koimtsoi by a kamitza, so it has to be his koimets, but by chafina, by getting the scoop of katoiris, it doesn't use that lashon. Or maybe by koimet, it says the word male. So by Kataris, where it says male, it also has to be unmeasured. The Gemara says, you know, I'll bring you a raya. Our Mishnah said, This was the measurement of the Kataris. It sounds like, if he wanted to measure it, go ahead. Nah, the Gemara says, that's not what it means. It's saying that he would take from his palm and put it back into the ladle, from the ladle into his palm, in the Kodesh Kedoshim, he wouldn't put it straight from the ladle onto the coals. That's what Kachli Samidosa means. Wait, so does that mean that he has to scoop it up in his palms, put it into the ladle, then put it back from the ladle into his palms, and then put it onto the coals? The Gemara says it's not a raya. It's saying that if he wants to, he could measure out the Kotoris, but he could also just do it with his palms. It's not a raya that Kachli Samidosa means that he had to measure it. Or maybe an alternative answer is, Kachayimidasa means that it should be smoothed out in his palms. He shouldn't have an overflowing scoop or an underflowing scoop. Next, the Gemara brings that when the Pasuk says, Maloy Kumsa, he has to fill up the koimets when he's scooping the flour. I would think that it's supposed to be like an overflowing, a mole, a complete scoop of full koimets. No, that's what the that's what the Pasuk actually says, Bitcoin site. It should only be in his climates. I would think that it just has to be the tips of his of his fingers. It says Mole comes to fill up the whole area between his fingers and the palm. The way people scoop out with their hand. What did the, the Kamitsa look like? The Kangodo would take three fingers, put it up against the palm of his hand. He would do this in the Machavas and the Marcheshes also, even though it was fried, it was a little harder, he would have to take his pinky and his thumb and wipe away the top and the bottom of his three middle fingers. And this was the hardest avoid in the base of Mikdash. Kamar says, the hardest? What do you mean? Malika, shechting with a fingernail is pretty difficult. The chafina we'd have to do in the Kedush Kedashim, taking with it with his mouth and with the, with the ladle. We're going to talk about that later. That was also really hard. And Echanami, the Gemara says, that's one of the hardest avoidas. Kamitza is pretty difficult. Now the Gemara asks, what about the, the flower that's between his fingers? 
not when he does the kaimetz, he has flour between the fingers and his palm, but what about between the fingers itself? What's the halacha those? Her papa says, we're talking about the, the flower that you can't see inside or out, because the flower that's outside is not part of it. The flower that you can see inside of his fingers, on the side of his palm, that is part of the kaimetz. But what about mamash between his fingers? So Rabbi Yechanan says, ah, Rabbi Yeshua Ben Uzai already told us, from the city of Uzal, that the flower between the fingers is suffolk. So what are you supposed to do? So Hanina says, you're makdir the koimetz. And then afterwards, you take the flower that was between the fingers, that suffolk flower, and you burn that too. You have to make sure to do the kamitza flower first because the shirayim of the kamitza, the part that you wipe off at the top of the bottom, that's not for Aktara. And you have to make sure that it doesn't look like you're being makdir that as well. Uh, why are you allowed to take this flower between the fingers and burn it? There's an iser of Baltaktiru. You're not allowed to burn anything that's not from the Kamitsa itself. This is Sophic. So you're being Sophic on an Issa Darais, so Sophic Darais You're not allowed to burn that. So Yehuda says you burn it as if it's wood, not Lashem flower. Just as Kindle. You can't bring it up as Katiras, but you can bring it up as fire, as, as wood. Now that all works according to Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer holds that you're allowed to take something and burn it on the Mizbeach for Eitzim, even though, you know, this is flour and it could be used for Kamitza. According to that burner and the whole day, you're not allowed to do that, what are you supposed to do? So if Murray says, there's a big mile to have a chubby koyan doing it, because if he has fat fingers, there won't be any flour getting stuck between his fingers. And even according to Rabbi Eliezer, we should get a chubby fingered koyan. Have a wonderful day.